This yeah. Saturday, May 11th. Saturday, 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 May the 11th. The Tarzan Bettys against the Lakeland Lady Killers. 7 p.m. Stores open at 6. Star Wars Bettys Strike Back. Oh, Tickets, 15 bucks. Available at TarzansBettys.com. Kids under 10 are free. Bring take your children! They can't be. They're not literally though. free. You can't just go to the event and take a child. <laughs> crash zone. Let's, yeah, let's make sure around the kids. Crash zone. Yeah, the surface around the rink. There's a crash zone that is 18 and up. Keep, oh, your, keep those 10 year, 10 year old kids away from all those free zone. kids that are getting in that you're taking away with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, all the kids that you're bringing for free. Make sure that they're just just a little bit separated away from the track. That's all. Safety thing. Safety thing. Best part about it too. Well, I guess it's not the best part, but there's an after party at Bailey's. After parties at Bailey's Those with all the Tarzan Bettys as well. <gasps> Man, they're going to be all bruised. They're really they're gonna good at They're going to be like, karaoke. oh, I need a massage. They're no, going to they need karaoke. those drinks. Yeah, Every they're going like, to be self-medicating. Also, oh, there's karaoke. donations for the yeah, SPCA. Bring them by the boat. They always do the karaoke. They're going to be accepting them as you nice. grab your tickets. That's what they call it a boat, eh? Yeah, because yeah, it's a fight. Made up of jams. Oh. Set over two halves. Nice. Yeah. Scar Wars, Betty Straight Back, Saturday, May 11, 2013. Doors open at 6. First whistles at 7. Tickets, 15 bucks. <laughs> now my first whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be co-announcing, so be gentle. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. Welcome to the YMM Podcast. I'm Sotsky. Tito. This is Gem Master T to the Ito. <laughs> Just Stacy. That's all. Nothing special. S to the AC. <laughs> S to the AC. <laughs> get your hands up. Get your damn hands up. You left up. out a T, but all right. <laughs> yeah, you air card. The T is silent. S to the AC. Stacy, S to the AC. S to the Tacy. Taste right. to Stacy. Stacy. Oh, Ash cake. Steve. <laughs> Should we start? Ash to the cakey. Yeah. No, no, let's keep it. Okay. Steve what? to the Reedy. Uh, we're going to keep it. Like All right. We don't do redos at the YMF Basically, YMF we're just going to listen to you guys. Ask us some we, shit. We didn't. You Fuck that. That's how you guys got to take us through the day. Leave your hands touch my body. Well, yeah. There was lots of body touch. I still haven't washed my hand. For those that haven't known or don't know or fucking don't listen to us. Basically, uh, we went down to the Calgary Expo. Because we do whatever the fuck we want. Whatever Calgary we want. Comic and Entertainment Expo, eighth year at the BMO Center downtown yeah. Calgary. Uh, nice. We, we, basically, we kind of got our, our nose into the door with the Edmonton Expo last year. We drove okay. eight and hours. There's going to be uh, simultaneously with the release of this podcast, so you're also going to be able to check out the YouTube channel, YMM yep. Podcast, because we're going to have a special YMM Podcast Invades the Calgary Expo. Ooh. Video uh, with me and uh, Ash Cake. Oh, fuck, I had a team effort. effort. Okay, right. Calgary Expo. Okay, so we got to two media passes for Calgary Expo. Uh, I was stuck at bullshit. We work. had a fight to the death. Uh, and Tito, <laughs> we lost. Tito had to go to Vancouver, and it was time. Like you guys would beat me. It was in a, a week before. It, it was time for Just fucking. Saying. It was time for Toski to loosen his grip on his fucking baby <laughs> and realize that this is loosen his grip on Dick tears. His. Realize this is yeah. grown bigger than uh, than me, which is no. fucking impossible. Almost. I posted. I posted that last year. That was like my last year's end of the year post. How yeah. the podcast that is was bigger like, than me and you now. Yeah, it was a very good post. I I do. I cried. I cried when I read your guys' end of year posts. When you read my end of the year post. Yes, <laughs> I, I did. I did well, cry. That's your baby. No, you did, yeah. a, you did a recap. I, I post once a year. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I did it's cry. Like show. You made me cry. And it's Oscar worthy. Feel good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This year's is going to be just like 
the giant Dick black silk. That's what to keep setting up. So basically, uh, it was a. Yeah, I got the, you like it? Got the media passes like a month in advance. We were. I was gonna go. I wanted to go. I was trying to go. You couldn't didn't get, go. Couldn't get the time off work. Uh, Should have, would have, could have. Stacy and Ben had. To, you guys had passes for fucking yeah. Well, yeah. well before <laughs> we had any of the do with yeah. The media before passes. you even had your you like San Diego stuff too. sorted out. <laughs> Uh, nice. yeah, me, me and Ashkey didn't. Uh, we we made it for Saturday and Sunday, but we actually yeah. missed. So uh, missed basically, before we get to, to build this long ass intro, uh, I was going to go down for one day, uh, try to make it work out. But Steve typical Nash, Totsky style. <laughs> Steve and Ash well, had the opportunity to go for two days, and I felt why fuck like what, what sense would two it people made for two days instead of one person for, for one, one day? day. Yeah, it wouldn't have made any sense at all. So, like I said, I loosened the grip on the old podcast, passed the reins over, uh, basically to the people you <laughs> see. Yeah. 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 He's dragging this because out. Because like, I got to say, I you only yeah. give the podcast over to people you trust. Oh, okay. I see where you're getting with that. I was just like, like, I wasn't listening to what you were saying. Just your eyes were just like burning <laughs> up the my head. I'm like, what the Frozen. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay, so take it away. You guys had the ch- it was a very crying. it was a very late go. Uh, you uh, got, it made the decision like two days before. Fuck man, and we uh, we emailed back. You emailed back. And this back place on is eight hours away. Yeah. I was what I was up for twenty two oh, hours. Yeah. It was ridiculous. The day um, before, you, we, they had asked for uh, April tenth, I believe, was the deadline. They'd asked for our f- five name <laughs> wish list of interviews wow, uh, of some of the media guests, and uh, then uh, we didn't get that to them until a week before. Thank God they were so accommodating that they're like, yeah, sure, we got your list. Well, you know, they came back with three names for us, which was awesome. However, uh, we'll get into it later, but there was kind of a kerfuffle. We didn't actually get any of the people that we were assigned to for for interviews. But uh, we, we got a warm reception uh, once we got into Calgary in that we, we actually had to go to like 12 different places to find where to get our, our press badges. It was pretty ridiculous. So um, you guys were there Saturday. Stacey, did you guys actually make it down on the um, Friday? We, I we, think we all missed we a plate of... We stopped by on Friday just mm. to exchange our passes so we didn't have to wait in a huge line on right, Saturday. Yeah. But we had um, a fun experience on Friday also and we were there for uh, Saturday and Sunday full. So yeah, I can't remember. You guys didn't make it to the Parade of Wonders which is something I really we wanted to go know, to. We didn't know, unfortunately. No. So I think we Man, Calgary's mayor, all like town. Marty McFly yeah. and the DeLorean. That was epic. I wish I could have seen yeah. that. So next year, I think we all need we're to make a, a point late to try to go to that. Town, yeah. So we, we unfortunately missed it. Yeah, no, we were late. Dude, we you're going to have to get on the same shift as me so we can do stuff together. <laughs> but um, one major thing that I'll say, like that, that I found different from the uh, hello secret. Um, Shit. That uh, was different from the Edmonton Expo. Of course, obviously, the Edmonton Expo, when we went, it was the first year that was actually the Expo. They had kind of fused the Toy Expo and the actual Comic-Con in Edmonton into one event. though, that that puts off these uh, Expo... uh, The the Calgary Expo, yeah. And I I don't... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they might be connected to a couple of other events, like Toronto Expo and stuff like that, like in a a small way. But mainly, they're based right here in in Alberta. The Calgary is the big one. That's the second biggest Comic-Con, Comic Expo in Canada. Canada. Um, it's, uh, it's It's a huge deal. And it was large, large and in charge because it was just people everywhere, tons of cosplayers, tons of like, there's just a crush of sweaty fanboys and fangirls everywhere. And like the line, Nathan Fillion's lineup yeah, alone. I saw like, some of the pictures you guys posted, and one of them was like the Mark 42 armor disassembled on like the green grass. That was you, yeah. 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 I don't well, think it was we the 42, it looked like the Avengers. That armor. was actually when we were leaving. Seven. I the it the was, first day we were leaving and we were all tired. We had Ben, Stacy, so and Graham. <laughs> Some guy just sitting in front of all his cardboard armor. He's like, I've made a lot of mistakes. Why didn't I use duct tape? <laughs> I was stripping behind the track, and this dude's like pulling all his. <laughs> it was it was oh, Harley that day. Um, it was definitely the Avengers armor though, but it looked like the forty two because yeah, it was all, yeah, all disassembled. Basically, we were about to leave finally. We'd like walked the long way back to where we parked, got everybody squared away, got all the equipment like loaded in properly, and <laughs> I looked over and I'm like, "The fuck is this guy?" <laughs> just red pieces of like plastic armor. Was there no one him. around him? No, no, he was just behind his truck, like getting out of his oh. cosplay. And, Very country. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I thought I was going to say there was no one there. You definitely. I, 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 that, so I ran over and I'm like, "Do you mind if I take a picture of your armor that's on the ground?" And he's like, uh, "Go for it." And I'm like, "It looks just like the trailer for Iron Man Three. It's so exciting." Um, so yeah, it was huge. Uh, the lineups were crazy to go and meet mm. and uh, greet the, the photo anything. ops, the the signing. Mm-hmm. Then we we thought we were overwhelmed once we got into the the like the hall that was mainly dedicated to the, the autographs. Yeah. 
Then we went into the market area. That the, was the, like, madness. The, we the bazaar. And the first day. It was Got a new request? A We avoided it the first day, and I regret avoiding it the first day because we kind of figured out everyone's plans on the last day. The first couple of days, try meet everyone that you want to meet and the last day go shopping. Yeah, totally. And don't worry we made about the, the same like, mistake, rare stuff being missed right? yet because I think a lot of people save the last day for shopping. Yeah, and we, it was well, that a reminds me, we got a show. We'll, we'll all get together, obviously. Well, I was like when you ha- at the, the Edmonton I- Expo, you were like hovering the sorting mm-hmm. shield. You're like, am I worthy? <laughs> well, I think on Fairly Sunday they released about 10,000 more passes. Yeah, yeah that, that was that's why Sunday was a lot more hectic than well, Saturday. I wanted, yeah, at least more last minute. We had uh, you can see it in the video, but we had talked to some uh, cosplayers uh, who were representing Bada Boom costumes out of Edmonton, actually. Uh, so they were like, "Yeah, I think we saw you at the Edmonton Expo, but we're here on the road in Calgary too." Um, they were talking about how last year at the Calgary Expo there was like the fire marshal there, and certain like things were getting shut out, and like it was just a crush of people, and they had to like long Which lines actually, of people, and they were like, "Hopefully, fingers crossed, it doesn't happen this year." And then Sunday, they released so many more passes. Mm-hmm. I think under the assumption that a lot of people were going to be out of like leaving by then or like on the maybe, road. Back maybe last year that was or, the trend. Yeah, they exactly. were oh so wrong. And it oh, was, so wrong. It was <laughs> everyone took the, the Monday off. It was Sunday, not correct. The Sunday yeah. was so much more busier than Saturday. It was it was madness. Intense. Well, I'm wondering That's, if people's got the same mentality that I've been kind of going with, like based off of Expo, is you want to hit. Like those last fucking hour deals. Yeah, but but I think what it was, it was last. I think what happened was last year they had under, they didn't have that many people on the Sunday because a lot of people were decided to take Sunday as their day they were going to come back home. Right, yeah. But what they didn't anticipate is everyone took that lesson from last year and this year they were like, I'm just going to take time off on Monday. Exactly. That way I can enjoy the Sunday. So a lot of people are talking about extending it too, an X to a four day event. I think they should. I I really should. I think there's cause for it. The problem is, is that, for instance, if you I know a lot of people have photo ops booked or autograph lines like they miss their photo ops like Ooh. for instance like Stanley we were the first in line like we didn't have I the IP the story, so they yeah. with you first but for Stanley regular we are first in line we were still in line for an hour and a yep. half and like that was mad so if we had another op booked our panel you, you, know, you, you wouldn't be able to make them Yeah, um, but I think they re- they could have worked on organizing it a lot better, even for next year. Like they just had like tickets for like the panels. It could have yeah. Honestly, well, you were, well I think that I, I I just think that like I I don't I think tickets seems like a pretty smart idea for the panels because that eliminates a lot of the confusion. But I think Which the is what idea C2E2 does. But it's also most, what uh, San Diego does. Do they? Okay, because yeah. I've never been. I'm, sure? I'm not really that familiar. But mm-hmm. from what I've understood, yeah. just from my limited knowledge, basically. Watching Felicia Day on the Guild is that How do we it's just tickets? completely free for all willy nilly. Mm-hmm. Like you get into that panel, and you, you got to wait. In. So, oh, so yeah. the, way, the way a lot of the pa- there's there's the for example there's like some panels that are very like high profile. Yeah, yeah. Hall so H. what they do is basically no no Hall H is it's okay. as soon as they hit ca- capacity. Like that's it. Everyone's blocked off. But as soon as someone leaves, then they'll let in. So well, there's no tickets to Hall H. Well, uh, no, no. You stand in line and you pray it's to God like, you can get in. And like if you're in there, you stay there all day, like, or at least until you what you see what you want to see. I accidentally got put into the Nathan Bullet Mall. I was about and to it talk was about like a mob. Like I was just talking to a friend, and I looked behind me, and there's like thousands of people all in the door. <laughs> and everyone's angry and pushing each other, and then they open the doors and like, all right, single file, we only have limited number of seats. And that's when, like, a woman held her, receipts. a woman held her newborn baby over her head. Was like, I his name is Nathan. Child, <laughs> a small child. He's gonna get crushed. You know, it's like the Titanic trying to get on board. Like, well, yeah, exactly. As soon as she gets past the crowd, she's, she's like, 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 but, like, I get it's a doll. Whips it like, I couldn't turn around. Like, Deflates like, it. I don't want to be in here. <laughs> well, like, she just see her baby. Firefly is. I don't want to be in this panel. I can't turn around. Like, I would just get crushed. Like, Don't yeah. say that out loud because like, people who couldn't make it in. Like, so how do I get out? And like the guards like looking at me just like I'm retarded. Get out! Like, you must yeah. see Nathan Fillion. That's <laughs> the, that, that was Nathan Fillion's aura that was bringing Man, you into that. He was- it was definitely the most popular of all of the guests there. He's, he's, he's a Canadian icon. Well, he's developed he's, a huge following. He's, he's from Canada. Alberta, too. He's from Edmonton. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, it's hometown hero time for him. Well, yeah, he, we, uh, he actually performed with uh, Rapid I Fire on well, their 30th anniversary. six times. Man. You what? He's friends with Arlen, actually. Like, <laughs> I yeah, tried yeah, to say something it. like seven times. Okay, go. 
when we went to go into the Nathan Fillion panel, <laughs> thank you. Um, we were standing and there's this crowd like everywhere and the like blast doors are literally coming down. You see Stacy on the Like, Throw me the whip! <laughs> <laughs> we went over to like we went over to see if we could get in, and because we wanted to set up the camera and see if we could get any footage of him talking or anything, and these blast doors are coming down, and the guys are like, all right, everyone, we've got Basically, limited like, space Ooh. left. Brutal shuttle crab door closing. It was like, and people. He's, he's like, there's limited space. We don't know if there's any seats left, but if there are seats, we will be letting people in, but we can't guarantee anything. And, like, the crowd started buzzing with anger. Like, yeah. people were starting to freak budging. out. Like, no. not budging. And everyone just stood there. And we were like, peace out. We're going home. Like, I we think a lot of people don't understand I that. Like, I thought they were actually going to riot. Like, what, I was, yeah. Yeah. I've been in, like, what, what, what people don't understand is, like, walk away slowly. And mobs. We're talking and I about. I never had this. Like, you know that vibe when the wall yeah. of death is yeah, about man. to happen. Then you're gonna, that's what it was fan like. does mean fanatic. Yeah, and I have a theory behind that. And that's that, um, uh, we're talking about a group of people that are generally stereotyped as being like the underdogs and basically the people that get left out all the time, right? right. So this is like that one thing that they get <laughs> that's theirs, and then all of a sudden they're being they bullied again, yeah. and it's just like no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it brings me back to high school. It's like that first ape from Planet of the Apes that talks back to the right. humans. Well, that was Caesar. That's what it yeah. was like in the Nathan Fillion. Um, Line for his autographs as well. People wow. were there all day. People who uh, Rhiannon got an autograph, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people who had lined up in the morning were still there, like at the five o'clock yeah. autograph signings, waiting for his, waiting for him. Well, plus Zach he's like told me his friends were in line for three hours before the line had even opened up, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, That's yeah me, you, you have to for the big names, the big ticket names, you have to line up outside of the lineup. We for the lineup to open now, up. Now, so I'll tell you this. About <laughs> like, it gets ridiculous. We fluked our autographs. It, we honestly... We yeah, the two we did too. I, was, I talked to a couple people when I was in San Diego and what they told me. And it's, like, it's really weird advice, but it kind of works. And basically what they told me was, I know it seems like these guys are the big deal now. But give it five years, mm-hmm. and they're going to be in like the B, C list autographed, and that's when you get their autograph. Totally, he's, yeah, like, exactly. he's like, what you should be doing right now is getting the auto, like, because in San Diego, the way it works is there's the main autograph lines, yeah. and then there's these other levels that have like these guys from like 1970s movies or 1960. Like that's how I got uh, Lee Mayweather because, yeah. and and that was like I wouldn't even done it because I'm kind of shy around celebrities, mm-hmm. but like I only got it because like Tyler's like here's Lee Mayweather, she worked in my movie, and I was like, oh my god, I'm a huge fan. You're Catwoman, right? But the thing is, like, there's this entire floor of these actors that were famous, huge names at one time mm-hmm. that are now, and that's the people you kind of want to, because they'll mm-hmm. give you the time, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, uh, yeah. exactly. was kind of half and half of that with the Edmonton Expo. Yeah. They only had the one line of autographs, and it was the like, one area. Yeah, yeah. One, just literally mm-hmm. one and, and, line. And, and not to say that I don't love Nathan Fillion. I'm a big Nathan Fillion fan. Totally. No, but, I, no, but he's not always going to be that yeah, number one like, name, right? But then again, yeah. there's those celebrities like, I mean, fucking... Uh, uh, Stanley, Stanley yeah. is consistently He's never gonna have a small I line. Couldn't yeah, like, ever, and, I couldn't ever. I could face his autograph uh, line. Last after. year's uh, what Just was it? The Star it. Trek, the Star Trek cast, the TNG. Thing. Yeah, apparently Brent Spiner's lines are insanely long. So yeah. yeah. I don't know how that old man's fingers like don't break <laughs> off. Like his well, line was. He is just, the cutest oh thing I've ever seen. Because he's made out of magic. I swear to God, he is. He is the cutest <laughs> like, thing I've ever the seen. The first in my day life. we saw him on Friday when we went to exchange our passes was totally a mishap. Like I'm waiting for Ben to get out of the bathroom because you know it's Ben. He has a bladder of like a five year old girl, and I'm just like, come on. I'm like, <laughs> I was just I'm like, from downstairs. I'm just, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like leaning against the wall. I'm just like, oh my god, like get Speaking out of there. And all of a sudden, there's these people in red shirts coming down like an old man in a green sweater just hobbling down the hallway yeah. and I'm just like you said my he looked jaw. bad eh? like he walked bad well like, he was hobbling he was, he's he was, 90 years he was, old he had help beside oh, him but, he's so but I mean I'm just my internal monologue's like oh my god it's Stan Lee oh my god it's Stan Lee no one's gonna believe this I'm like damn that Ben's gonna be in the bathroom while I see Stan Lee for the first time oh man and then Ben comes out of the bathroom just as he walks <laughs> by the bathroom fucking and Stanley? of course Ben and Stan Lee's like one foot from him yeah. like you're fucking Stan 
can't fucking leave. I know that's not your middle name, but I'm just kidding. He puts down his head and it's just like he mumbled something. Woo. Ben said he said something about the place being crazy, but I couldn't quite hear it because I was a that's little so further good. away. That's but fucking like, unreal. And then the next day when we're in line for the photo ops, he was a bit late, probably because of his autograph line. Totally. And he's like whizzing by in a golf cart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and, 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 and that's what I've always found interesting because he's got a YouTube page, right? Like it's like active. He like every mm-hmm. week he does like these stands rants and stuff. And I stop and think I'm like, he must be to a point in his life. And I, I, you can't blame him for him. I mean, he's lived a long life mm-hmm. where he just must have like certain times Not of just day. long. He's lived an eventful life. Yeah, exactly. Like, I yeah. mean, uh, uh, but the idea is that like I think he has like these stints where he has like maybe an hour or two of clarity a day. Because from what I've heard, well, I think he's on like a PR circadian cycle. Yeah. Like, but for him to be able to do it, like, think about it. He comes here and he's he like tours cons yep. all over the like because they pay him high money he's to go Vancouver, there, right? Yeah, Calgary, exactly. And, and the thing is, it, and he's it's on like, Winnipeg's too. Man, I, if I, I hate to say it, but I think the lines are extra long too because everybody's worried that it's going to be his last visit, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh no, it, it, and like uh, I always legit. kick myself because how. When, when, Watch that autograph. Sorry, how much would that autograph be? Is if you got it signed and he literally died. A well, like later. my goal just, was yeah, to yeah, get. I, I know what I don't wish that upon anyone. I'm just saying, like, well, wow. That being said, he he writes autographs like currency, man. He's like his his name is on like everything. Yeah, no, but point. but the thing is, um, uh, what I was gonna say is, uh, that that happened in San Diego too because uh, we were at like we we went to go get Subway away from the con. And then we're on the way back, and we pass by this comic book shop, and they're like, Stanley's going to be here in five minutes. And Tyler's like, you want to get his a- a- autograph? And we're like, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of not eh, about meeting celebrities. And he's like, could be the last chance. And I thought about it, and I'm like, yeah, but still. And I kind of kick myself to this day because I'm like, fuck, man. And so I, I'm going to try to make that a goal of mine when we go to San Diego to try to get his autograph. Like, Because the thing is, like, yeah, you don't know. He's like at that age now where he could croak any mm-hmm. moment. That would suck so much, though. They'll have yeah, to digitally yeah. give him cameos. Well, that's kind of what we were talking about um when we were down there like ben was like yeah man he could like die and i'm like you oh no i I don't say that i was like i was like man like we could be like the last crowd who saw him like just imagine kind of thing and ben was like we could have the first of his last autograph. Yeah. And we were like, oh my God. You guys are like Charles, the apostles. The first <laughs> last Charles Manson is still giving out autographs, man. That, like, fucking. Yeah, you're right. True. He signed so really? much shit. Yeah. They sneak him out of jail. They sneak him out of prison. Like, they do. Really? Yeah. yeah. The, the um, like to me, talking about Stan Lee, like, I, I get the whole, wow, this could be his last con ever. But to me, I'm looking at him, I'm like, you are literally the creator of all I know about comic books, and well, essentially just the movie. Well, here's exactly that's that's the well, like you guys were saying, like that's when Ben saw when you spotlight. saw him, he looked so frail and everything. But the thing is, that's because Stanley is bigger than than he is. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. even after he passes, like his his name and images, just like Walt Disney, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, dude, he'd be huge right now. But less Nazi-related. Like, I loved yeah, all less the people. Less unless, you, unless you count Red Skull. <laughs> all the people in the photo op line with their children. Like, there were a ton of dads. Was there lots of families? Tons yeah. of families. Sign my baby! But there were tons of people in line with their kids. Like, the two people behind us was a dad and his, like, kid. He's like, I'm not getting the photo. I just, you know, he's got to get this done. I'm here for, you know, he is. And, like, right, there was yeah. just a ton of families. Like, no, my kid needs to meet Stanley Because they're all, like, comic book dads. And in some cases, the kid's like, oh, my God. Care. The kid's like, oh my god, I just want a hot dog. And the dad's like, you're gonna thank me when you reach puberty. Yeah, like, look at me. You have no friends. Me taking Kingston through the Star Wars uh, uh, identities exhibit. I'm the one, like, gushing over this stuff, right? And he's sitting there going, Dad, like, he literally Robots. said the words, yeah. Dad, can we go now? <laughs> Where, like, three or four people, like, actually was around us started laughing, right? Because I'm the one, like, we got to get a picture with this. we got to see this. we got to see this. Well, it's like, I want... thank you when you're older, though. So it was all those dads. I got to miss all the audio, though. That's because he wasn't waiting around for the audio. Well, I mean, it's, audio it's like when right. my dad took me to see Evil Dead 2, right? Like, I didn't know what the fuck I was watching. Yeah. So, Well, that's why no, I'm very was, proud um, of to say his very first movie. Is Avengers? It'll, it'll always be that, right? It was nice. I feel like that. There's a movie idea, copyright. Why well, I'm in podcast and have for ton of media. <laughs> there's <laughs> a movie idea there that after Stanley dies, like say if it's like the last person to shake their hands, and then suddenly the power that person, yeah, exactly. What was it? The mind swap from yeah. fucking. But, but to be fair, I stole that idea from uh, what's that movie like, Mike? <laughs> Um, where he gets the shoes. Definitely okay. a like, family, like, isn't that good for families? Movie? The only thing no. I'd be concerned Magic about would be oh, lines, like, for I food and bathrooms. If you have a small kid, you know, I'd pack a snack 
and yeah. bathroom yeah. lines just be wary at you. You make them go. Yeah. So know, one, like, one piece of advice I would give is the booklet that they give out for you. And also, like, you can find all this information, all this literature online as well on Geeks Blogs uh, around the globe. But basically... Especially at Women Podcast. Read the guidelines. Read, Mm -hmm. like, don't just take it for granted. Like, read the suggestions. Read the people that live the con and expo life and take a page from their book. Because there's literally, they're like, yeah, the food is going to be great. You're going to be able to get all the tasty, greasy, sugary food that you want. But the lines. But you're going to be stuck in lines and you're going to be, like, fatiguing. So bring a fucking granola bar, right? I'm fucking studying the shit out of these websites for Comic-Con. It's going to be Make make a plan. It's going to be great. Oh, all of us are going to have to sit down Walking's gonna be we're gonna be crazy. like Abed. Yeah. Knock knock knock. It's a week before Expo. We need to make, we need <laughs> we to re- they just made a schedule change. We gotta readjust yeah, the whole exactly, plan. Yeah. That was one thing I did have an issue with is when the guests, some guests couldn't make it and they didn't post it on their damn website. I spent all of Saturday, not Jessica all of Saturday, Neary. like canvassing, looking oh, for James really? O'Bar, and I'm like, yeah. where the fuck She's is like, James what, O'Bar? Those podcast fucks and are gonna like, be there. <laughs> I'm going through Comic Alley and looking everywhere. I'm like, okay, I'm like James O'Bar is apparently just like hiding under a table or something, and I. Ended up going finding the info booth. I'm like, hey, I'm like, I can't find James Abar, and they're like, oh, he canceled, and I'm like, motherfuckers. That's uh, one of Ouch. the things. One, one uh. of the one of the best things when when I went in San Diego was the actual comic alleys. I'm like, you couldn't yeah. just tweet Nobody that? Nobody goes there. Yeah. Like, it's actually, you You separate the, you know what I mean? Like, the pop culture junkies from the actual comic book nerds. Yeah. yeah. And you go, you yeah. go down comic alley, because at this, co- at, uh, at San Diego, it's like a complete section in itself, mm-hmm. right? And they separate by webcomic and actual, like, published comics and all that stuff. It's really fucking cool. Like, you go there and you're like, there's these heroes, like, they, like Frank Miller was there, right? Yeah. And it's really, no, they really, had, really cool. They had a really good comic alley at this one. Yeah, they well, this really is what's, like, beneficial to me with you guys is because you guys are turning me from uh, a bit slowly but from like pop culture into this comic world like mm-hmm. I am dying to talk to Chris Claremont again mm-hmm. the fucking shit that he's wrote like I know you took the lead for that uh, for the, when we talked to him in Evan yep. but I'm dying to get in there again what's well, crazy dude fucking, of future past yes, next right that's gonna be the big one for fucking that's they're having a panel and that's well, back to the, back there's uh, the Wolverine which is him in Japan which yeah. he also wrote yeah. and then right into days of future past which he wrote but I know we're gonna go to we're going to go to San Diego and I want to talk to him before we go to San Diego because I want to talk to him again in San Diego because there's going to be a big Days of Futures Past exhibit and everyone's going to be flocking to that with Brian Singer and Hugh Jackman yeah, yeah, for the, and Chris Claremont is going to be an artist alley fucking alone again and no one's going to be talking probably to probably going to be the Hall H presentation hey? he was pretty he was pretty steady when we were talking to but him no, you, so. but do you get what I mean Like there's going to be swarms though, of people yeah. at this Days of Futures Past and the guy that wrote the fucking thing is going to be very well, easily it's, it's accessible sensory, over it's sensory overload right because mm-hmm. like you go because like I understand that like the Edmonton or, or Calgary Expo it's a little bit more intimate but this it, it's like it's insane the amount of like basically you, you have oh Cool. It's the guy who wrote the Long Halloween, right? Like, yeah. uh, t- like Tim Sale, who who drew the Long Halloween. Meanwhile, the fucking Tumblr is on the other side of the room. So, like, yeah, yeah. there's people who are like, oh, I want to go see the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. right, yeah. But no, that's one thing. Like I said, we'll we'll have to get a plan together. But take me through, like, I guess take me through the day of what I want to know. Like, this is kind of separate because I want to know yeah. what you and Ben did as consumers. It was kind of crazy. And like, you guys me and Ben barely media, saw media. each other. Like. And fuck, even Sunday, we were both there the whole day, like almost. We didn't bump into each other at all. There were so yeah. many people we knew there. That there were so many people we didn't bump into each other. Like me and Ben. A lot of people in. from Fort Mac we went pretty, down there. We oh, pretty much, we, we pretty, pretty much won. separated like by mistake, and we just kind of never we met up with Roddy each other. And that like, was it. It was uh, four Roddy, times. I found my buddy Mike. We never saw Zach there. We yeah. ran into Graham yeah. at least the first day. In, I ran into Zach. So many people from Fort Mac. I seen that went down to this thing. Yeah, I'm like. My friend Mandy. Why is it, why am I? I was oh, kind of kicking myself because I'm only getting on board this. Last year, Edmonton Expo was the first con that I've actually. It's funny because. What's that? Oh, it's funny because I actually went to a Star Trek convention when I was like fucking ten or like eleven in Edmonton when I lived in Mournville, and that was the greatest thing. I absolutely fucking loved it. It right when Voyager started, so this is like ninety. Actually, like '95, and then I never even breathed the word "con" until I started hanging out with Tito, and we were actually trying to go to Comic Con. But so Edmonton Expo was my first one that we've talked about. And they totally ditched you that year because <laughs> we were trying and trying. And they were like, "Yeah, my friend invited me to go to Comic Con." Bye. Yeah, essentially. Um, well, uh, and I'm like, why did I never think of these before? Because I think these are absolutely amazing. Where I want us to make an attempt. 
you were talking about Star Trek and everything. One of the things I wanted to bring up, unfortunately, we like it was so hectic, and we we got there a little bit late. And like I said, we had the run around trying to find find how to get our press badges and everything. Yeah, like that two ate up hours some time. Of and then around. trying to f- solidify these interviews, which uh, I have a theory about. I think that there was a big blackout for like a lot of the interviews. Some some people, Lena Headey, Peter Dinklage, like they're from a distribution company, HBO. That's like no fucking interviews. You guys just aren't allowed to talk to anybody because Game of Thrones is our hottest property, right? Um, so they actually, I don't see how that can be a publicly because you might piss them off and they might react in by like, not watching the by not watching the show. No, they might react and that might be become like it might become something on YouTube that like discredits the actor or the show. Yeah, right. Yeah, so they're, they're, it's just a safety thing. But a lot of the people were up for interviews uh, as far as we knew when we got there. But I think like I think it would be in our benefit no matter what just to be there for day one to like knock some of those interviews out of the way um, and uh, and to be able to focus on kind of other aspects of the con later on is that I think it's my theory is they must have on the first day or the morning of the second day they must have had some bogus ass interviews with some punks that like didn't know what they were talking about or just like wasted the, the, yeah. the guest's time that's what I heard and, uh, no but we tried man don't no, rest no, what I'm trying to say though, is like, that like I, well, I, I know that I prepared a lot for trouble. the well, yeah I, I know I prepared a lot for like the questions and everything I was trying to take it very seriously mainly because I was like this is our first, yeah. first crack at the cat and I want to make a good impression with the organizers so that they're like these guys can you know if everyone else is fucking off or fucking up as blogs just on the internet like not legit press or whatever you want to call it like I wanted to stand out right yeah exactly um, professionalism well, well word right, on exactly. the street is they gave, I've never had well done word on the street <laughs> is they gave media passes to every blogger and their fucking like and that's, what, and that's why I wanted to try anyone with a Twitter stand account. out basically I don't know but that, like, um, uh, like you guys were there like I'm not saying you're wrong but the shit I had to do for this podcast to show them so I'm but guessing, social media they want but no, what I'm trying to say is that, that there must have been something that pissed thing. off uh, a person or or two, like a, like a media guest or two, and then as soon as one person's like, no more interviews, and word spreads, like, I, I swear to God, yeah. behind closed doors, there's there's famous people that we all know and love that are like, really? We can fucking say no? We can say yeah, no. Me, yeah, me too. Really? Me too. I'm not uh, fucking doing that. Uh, get my publisher. I got, I'm busy. They said no, no interviews. I'm not allowed, right? So we, yeah. we actually, uh, Eliza Dushku, Nathan Fillion, John Carpenter broke my heart too because those all fell through, but we got yeah. to talk to Phil Lamar, who I've like just, loved on TV since I was a little kid. Before Mad we go TV. into Phil Lamar, like, what did they say? Did, like, when you went down there, you're like, I, just I, like I, no I, interviews. No, I've got the text messages. No, basically, <laughs> like, we had the three names going in, right? Yeah. And yeah. They uh, when we got there, we had heard from Graham basically that Nathan Fillion and Will Wheaton had dropped out of. It'd all be hilarious if Graham was just like cock blocking you guys. I was going to say oh, he I, no. guys. I was worried in the truck. Like, I <laughs> legitimately had a moment where I was like, "Fuck if he's fucking around." <laughs> So I, I asked uh, the actual media desk people that were dealing with the press, and they're like, she's like, yeah, Nathan like, Fillion is out. And, and she's like, some of them are, like, a lot. Or I'll, I'll give you a text, though. Like, you guys can go get set up. We're like, okay, we'll get some interviews with some of the cosplayers and, and attendees. Yeah. And um, then, like, so all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, uh, Eliza Dushku's out now, too. I'm like, well, fuck. It, honestly, like, in retrospect. Now everybody and John Carpenter is out. Fuck. Oh. I wish we had come more prepared for the um, for the Edmonton one because remember originally they wanted to set us up with the green room, yep. like, yeah. And that would like if had we had the DSLR and everything set up next time we could have we could have literally yeah. like hammered out like five well, interviews now in a row, have right? The cinephiles videos to show them. Well, exactly. Right? And next we got yeah. It's it's. Evan the Expo was our first fucking to me. It was the first thing I think we even well, planned for media. Dude, style. I'm already thinking about workflow and like if some if so. so one of the I'm time. sorry, I'm like hungry, grumpy. I'm like, why um, is my sushi? Is I'm it here? Okay. Anyway, what I wanted to talk about was uh, some some shining moments. Like uh, yeah, so from, interviews from got Expo. dropped. Yeah, um, we we got to interview Phil Lamar, which was awesome. Check out the video. That's that was awesome. On it was really really good. Good job. I can't believe you got him to do a voice either. That was so cool. Total dream come true to meet him. Like I said. Mad TV for one, Pulp like, Fiction, Pulp Fiction yeah. as Marvin, Spider Man too, <laughs> um, and, and just he's still he like uh, even if you, even if the name even if the face doesn't ring a bell with Phil Lamar like you know his work yeah like yeah. he's video games not gonna lie I didn't know you texted me it I had no clue who he was. Until you said Futurama Hermes, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, man. Um, and so we we weren't able to it got get canceled again. We weren't able it. to get interviews with some of the other voice actors that were there, but like the the two Grim and Zim, uh, not Grim and Zim, but Zim and uh, Invader Zim. Uh, Gur. That's uh, awesome. Those two were there. We we had the interview set up, but it was when we were trying to get into the panel for oh, for Nathan yeah, Fillion, no. and we were locked out. So we it kind of that would have been amazing. But um, we got some interviews with some fun people on the floor. Yeah, check that out in the video. Another thing that um, we don't have in our video because we actually didn't 
didn't get into the panel, but a shining moment that I think stands out almost like, maybe not to the scope of the TNG like cast re to, like all together again from last year at Calgary Expo. But still, Will Wheaton, he had this amazing moment, and I hope that you can find the audio and like splice it into the podcast okay. here because he he was asked one of the best questions uh, that I've ever heard of at like a comic con or a comic expo. Somebody stood up and was just like, "I'm I've got my camera. If you don't mind, I'm going to videotape this, and I I would like you to to say something to my unborn daughter about about why it's important to be a nerd." And he nice. he goes on for like ten minutes about how being a nerd isn't isn't what you love. It's it's how you love it, mm-hmm. and like he's just, and like uh, to sum it up at the end, he kind of is talking about how like you know little girl like I don't know what the future is going to be like. I don't know what how you're going to be watching this. What kind of devices are going to be around? What kind of new phase of the internet there is? But like, don't ever let anybody tell you that you're supposed to love pink because you're a girl. Don't let her ever let anybody tell you that you're supposed to love this because you're not a boy. Like, just love what you love and love it hard, and that's love what being a nerd is all about. And that kind of encompasses ninety nine percent of everybody who comes to these expos. Are you going? I'm. Going. Going. Hi, Violet. Um, my name is Will Wheaton. It's uh, 2013, and you've just recently joined us on planet Earth. So welcome. Um, I'm an actor, and I'm a writer, and I'm a dad. And your mother asked me to tell you why it's awesome to be a nerd. And that's an easy thing for me to do because that's who I am. Um, I don't know what the world's going to be like by the time you understand this. I don't know what it's going to mean to be a nerd when you are a young woman. For me, when I was growing up, being a nerd meant that I liked things that were a little weird, that uh, took a lot of effort to appreciate and understand. It meant that I loved science, and I loved uh, playing uh, board games and reading books, and really understanding what went on in the world instead of just kind of riding the planet through space. And when I was a little boy, people really teased us about that and, uh, and made us feel like there was something wrong with us for loving those things. Now that I'm an adult, I'm kind of a professional nerd. <laughs> and, and the world has changed a lot. And I think a lot of us have realized that being a nerd or being a geek is another word you'll hear, and I sort of use the terms interchangeably. It's not about what you love. It's about how you love it. So there's gonna be a thing in your life that you love, and I don't know what it's gonna be. It might be sports, it might be science, it might be reading, it might be uh, fashion design, it might be building things, uh, it might be telling stories or getting pictures. It doesn't matter what it is. The way you love that, and the way that you find other people who love it the way you do, is what makes being a nerd awesome. The defining characteristic of of us, the people in this room, and I'm gonna ask your mom to turn this camera around in a minute. Go there, go on. all together is that we love things and some of us love Firefly and some of us love Game of Thrones and some of us love these are things that you'll be able to go see there in your history book some of us love Star Trek or Star Wars or anime or games or, or fantasy or science fiction some of us love completely different things but we all love those things so much that we travel for thousands of miles, which is probably easy for you, but it's still... <laughs> We're still on fossil fuels. I don't know what you're going to do. It's difficult. Um, we come from all over, in some cases all over the world, so that we can be around people who love the things that we love the way that we love them. And that's why being a nerd is awesome. And don't ever let anybody tell you that that thing that you love is a thing that you can't love. Don't ever let anyone tell you, you can't love that, that's for boys. You have to love this because you're a girl. You find the things that you love and you love them the most that you can. And listen, this is really important. I want you to be honest, honorable, kind. I want you to work hard because everything worth doing is hard. 
and I want you to be awesome. And I'm going to do my very best to uh, leave you a planet that you can still live on. <laughs> yeah, well, he's like a huge champion for that, hey? Like, he's, uh, he's one of the, I guess, because I guess when he became super famous celebrity types he didn't he didn't uh well i mean uh, i guess the whole thing is like gene rodmary originally wrote uh wesley crusher as himself like so yeah. gene rodmary is or wesley crusher is gene, gene rodmary, rodmary in the world okay. of star trek right so it's just really interesting the parallel there yeah so we were so you were cosplaying yeah i was cosplaying man I did swear. You get, did you get the attention like you did with uh, with Black Totes? Yeah, yeah. Totes. Only this time, like, I was wearing my Harley Quinn outfit for the first day, and I was in Tana the next day. Um, the next day, not a lot of people knew who I was, which was fine. People were like, you're so cute, just thinking I was dressed up as a cute thing or whatever. Um, <laughs> you're just the, dressed up as cute. <laughs> yeah, so the, the first day, like, I had... Harley Quinn cosplay. I was pretty adorable. Oh, yeah, so I had these, like, skin-colored tights on, and then I had... A red tight and a purple tight, like on either legs, because you know she does that whole red and purple thing. Yeah. <laughs> Only the whole time I like kind of sort of knew, but was like trying to cover it up. It looked like my butt was coming out of the top of the tights the whole time. <laughs> so like anywhere I went, people were like, "Is that chick's ass sticking out of the top of your tights?" <laughs> but anyway, so it ended up having us being revved at when we were outside by some guy in his car, which was a bit embarrassing. But yeah, truck. No, he was just in this this little car. Yeah, totally. No, um, I'm never doing that again because, like, went to the washroom, came back out, and the costume just wasn't the same. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, it was really good and uh, managed to have, like, there was the one point where we were filming you getting a special effects makeup done. Yeah. And I was standing there, and then I could hear, like, breathing in my ear, and I turned, and there was a boy, Harley Quinn, like, standing there. He's like, hello. I'm like, oh, hi. Like, he was right on my shoulder, and he's like, can I get a photo with you? But, of course, I'm holding the monopod, so I'm like, just give me, like, two more minutes, and the video ended up going for ten minutes more. There was this, huge, like, huge Batman crew who wanted to have a picture, and they ended up Fucked disappearing. Up. Yeah, so that kind of sucked. I guess just they were... Fuck this shit. I guess they were in... <laughs> they were in the actual cosplay competition so oh, wow. like they had to take off pretty because the female Harley Quinn proposed to the Joker to a Joker at that oh, real pro- contest yeah they real- proposed to his girlfriend oh that's yeah, so in the awesome costume contest. <gasps> was that the one the yeah. boy Harley yeah the boy Harley oh, and um, they were so cute boy Harley and See, this girl brings people together. She was. girl Joker yeah, she was girl joking. Nothing brings people together yeah. like an abusive relationship. Oh, man. Like she was the cute, she was the coolest joker I've ever seen. Like even out of all the male jokers I've ever seen, like and yeah. I've done like cosplay research yeah. and stuff, she was the coolest. Like she had the makeup down like perfectly. She looked like she had the scars, like wow. she had a proper like tailored purple the, suit. I'm never I'm never more amazed by these cosplayers than every fucking con that we're ever involved in. Like Edmonton Eskimo Eskimo, Eskimo. Edmonton Expo which uh, I hate to say it like it, 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 it was the first year so I don't want to say it's low on totem pole but it was just getting started and some of the shit we seen there was fucking amazing we saw yeah. Jabba the Hutt yeah. that's awesome in my eyes you never epic, see Jabba and, there are some pretty epic costumes yeah and the pictures I'm like, seeing out of Calgary is fucking mind. intense the parade of wonders to me was <laughs> boggling my mind because mm-hmm. like the mayor of Calgary came out dressed as Marty McFly out of a fucking DeLorean that's huge. That's That's totally awesome. That's some, of, some of the ones. What gives notes? you the right? <laughs> <laughs> some, go back in time and fix everything. But uh, you know what? I wish he would have been was because he. Well, I guess he's he's go uh, back and make the flames win. That well, no, time. he's Middle Eastern, right? But I was just gonna say, remember, there's that one black guy that's always running for the uh, running for mayor. In oh, the, the mayor of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. always got those digital signs on the thing. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. About. <laughs> one day I'm gonna be mayor. Some of the some of the epic malt shop uniform. Some of the epic cosplay that stands out. Um, Queen Rita from Power Fuck, Rangers. Fuck, that looks Exile good. From, oh, from uh, yeah. Reboot. Mm. Like, there was some What was that one that kept freaking intense. you out wherever we went? Oh, the Skeksis from yeah. uh, the Dark Crystal. There's one guy. Yes, was like, yeah. ah, every time. Every time. Like, it freaked me out. He was taller than us. And, like, I, I wish like he was making the sounds, massive. though, too. Oh, is that the guy off of, like, the, doc- the, the Plague Doctor? No. No. Okay. No, from the Dark Crystal, the little, like, The, the follow-up to the lab- Labyrinth from Jim Henson Studios. Oh, like seen oh that man, you was- gotta... Yeah. So is good. that the picture you posted on Instagram, like that crow type thing? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's okay. a Skeksis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he like had a meltdown anytime we saw it. Rihanna it has awesome. a good picture of her with 
the the Plague Doctor, and fuck, does he ever look good? So many good, like so many uh, PC games, uh, like console had games, a lot of, we had, cartoons. There was Pyramid Kid and yeah. the nurses from Silent Hill. Nice. They were chilling out. You're having oh. flashbacks to Halloween Horror was, Nights, yeah. Oh, yeah. When she said, buddy has a nice ass, I'm like, you're not supposed to talk, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're ruining my like, immersion. I was like, did you hear something on a recording of me being like, this just got a nice ass? Like, <laughs> trying to expose it? No. Um, no, did you guys have a chance to go to any panels? No, unfortunately, we, uh, we got... the. Uh, we got squished out of like any of the sm- smaller uh, quote unquote panels. They were st- all still packed in huge mm-hmm. rooms and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the one that we really tried to go for was Nathan Fillion Spotlight at the end of the day before we hit the road, the long road back to Fort McMurray. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we got after we shook hands with Lena Headey, then we got pushed out. But that was cool. I mean, uh, the the brushes with fame were really awesome. Like you and Ben got to go chill with Stan Lee, Stephen Yoon, and um, oh, La- Linda Hamilton. Ben, ben Hamilton. says, John Carpenter, uh, ben says Stout. "Oh, I'll tell your Linda Hamilton story." Oh, the Linda Hamilton story. Oh, God, I don't I really know if one. I know this one. Oh no, it's the Glenn one that Ben had a little freak out about. Yeah, but the Linda, <laughs> what do you have the Linda Hamilton? Then? The Linda Hamilton one was fun because most of these lines is, we just jumped in like the mo- like there wasn't really a line. I'm like, oh yeah, let's go, Linda Hamilton. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. We didn't have anything for her sign, so we just kind of picked one of the photos of her, you know, as Sarah Connor, and um, she's awesome. She's a total hippie too, with like braids in her hair totally. and like hemp, like total awesome hippie. And she's being so nice. She's talking to everybody, having a little conversation. You're not cattled through like a lot of the bigger celebrities. Well, that's another reason to go for like, like the. So you, yeah, yeah. you're not, you're not cattled through. Yeah. You get like your forty dollars worth, and um, it was awesome. I pick out the photo and I wanted her to sign it, personalize it for me. And I'm like, can you, um, you know, sign? You are terminated. And she looks at me all sweet. She's like, do you want me to put in the f word? Like, yeah, yeah I do. Can you write She's fucker? like, I'm even gonna give you an explanation mark. You're she was pretty fucker. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> she was Just, pretty great. And like Glenn, um, I, can't, I don't know. Ben, that's Ben's Steven first Newton. little yeah, fucking. Yeah, Was it? Is it just me or I saw a lot of awesome. I saw a lot of pics where, like, I guess he was photobombing a lot. Norman Reedus. Reedus was. He was, yeah. yeah. yeah he, but, um, the, one of the most famous pictures to come out of it was uh, um, Lena Headey and Peter Dinklage. And it, you could tell Peter yeah, yeah. knows what's up. He's, like, positioned to yeah. be able to see Norman yeah. coming in. He looks kind of grumpy, and Norman's just right behind the, like, actual attendees, just yeah. Finger yeah. up in the air. Sunglasses, like so fucking jackets yeah. in yeah. here. We oh, did line. We did see too. him twice. Like, mad. Who? Like, yeah. yeah. Walking like, through the walking halls. through the halls. And <laughs> Don't the you dare time, fucking die, Glenn. <laughs> we were we were like at the media table the first time, like getting signed up and everything. And Steve's like, "Oh, I, there's your boy." Like to me, Rita's is Daryl. And I, <laughs> I know. I'm oh, talking okay. about Glenn, though. Oh, yeah. Stephen, you. Yeah. So like, and I'm like, "Who are you talking about?" And I turned, and I was just like, I'm like right, right there, hugging that girl. It's yeah, also how humble just, a lot of um, these actors are. Like, John Carpenter I was kind of disappointed. Like, he didn't want to talk. He didn't want to have, like, I'm like, I was trying to, like, you know, you know talk. And he's just kind of like, here you go. I'm like, shut yes. the hell out. I was kind of well, really, I, mean, I was kind of really Well, down, you never know, you know what kind of, like. Because his lines are long. You don't want to chat with everybody. But it's really rad when you do I mean, go to a lot of smaller name actors. And they, they, they you yeah. know, give you time. They shake yeah. your hand. It you depends know? on when you get them, though. I mean, you have to yeah. take into account that, like, we're all humans, including these celebrities. and like. Exactly. An hour before, somebody might have got the most amazing experience of their exactly. entire life talking exactly, to this person because yeah. they were just open at that and who moment. Knows three and somebody was just a dick you, before you, and yeah. exactly. put them in a bad mood. So. Well, I know that there's like a big story from the '80s. I guess what happened was was it the '80s or the '70s? At one point, a William Shatner kind of broke the mold for these cons because what happened was, I guess he did. Um, he was trying to disassociate himself from Star Trek. It must have been the '70s. And yeah, like I guess he like had a flip out at a con. Uh, it's yeah. actually a famous. It's like famous. Yeah. yeah, he had like a flip out on a fan. He told him to get a laugh and shit. Yeah. And so then after that, people were just been like, oh. Well, I'm sure he would. He like got that like uh, mm-hmm. cliche. He shot himself door. in the foot too because he kind of went to like movie jail after that. Well, I mean, yeah. like the I'm sure he was fucking... not not Will himself, but like that fan was probably like the cliche. Like um, in the episode mm-hmm. three of season two. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. How come when you move the rock, it made the sound? Out of the yeah. phaser, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's like, "I didn't fucking edit it, you dolt." You know, yeah. so uh, you gotta you gotta take into account exactly. that like these people are humans too. That's like, actually and, a good and, point. So, I mean, when we were driving back, I was like, I had this moment where, I was, and I'm sorry if you ever actually listened to this, Eliza, but I was like, Eliza Dushku was just a little bit cold. Like she's not as warm as I was hoping because. 
we were able to actually talk to her though so that was awesome she was talking about the like bullet hole in my head and telling me not to shower and I was just like okay I'll do whatever you say <laughs> but then uh, we, we, know, we went over to Lena Headey's line and she just came back from like the high of the panel, the panel with yeah. Peter Dinklage and like she was super like warm and kind and like extended mm-hmm. the hand and everything yeah and, mm-hmm. yeah no that's really a good point like one how, sorry I no, no, off. I was really surprised how like um, Stephen Yoon was like that because I expected you know He's gonna kind of be like, oh, how's it doing, son? And kind of go away. But he was like, grab my arm, was like, oh, what's this? And starts looking at my arm and stuff. And like a big old conversation with him. And I'm like, I didn't expect that at all. And it's so funny because he looked at Ben and Ben couldn't make eye contact. But it's just like, yeah, Ben. First real geek experience. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't look at him in the I, face. Honestly, the thing I kick myself about the most was not getting in Stephen Ewan's yeah. line because it was short but we were just like trying to figure out interviews and we first got in and we were getting our heads screwed on straight and I was like and for the rest of the time his lines were just massive yeah. and that was like one that I would have loved to have a signature of right now. Well, I mean, really. you, you got to take your first cast. time at any given con not even just like cons in general but any specific our first time at Calgary Expo was a learning experience mm-hmm. yeah. totally mm-hmm. what Definitely. I think we gotta do is just plan the shit better somehow. You know what I mean? Like yeah, literally you guys didn't make learn, the decision to learn Wednesday. what to plan. As oh, no, you yeah. go there. So like, granted. I mean, I mean just but I think we, go, we can probably go into Comic-Con so. a little bit more prepared mm-hmm. even though we've never been there before. You know what totally. I mean? Well, totally. Well, you have, but besides us, all Tito leads way. It's like, gonna be, like it's gonna be new, and I think drive, we need to like. We gotta go with gear, <laughs> and we gotta go prepare. And that's another state too. Like Calgary's not a hop, skip, and a jump away as much as Edmonton seemed hours, to be. Eight hour like, fucking haul. Like I totally rough. didn't realize that you guys were coming back. That Sunday, I might you know get a new camera to, bag yeah. for this. Actually, it was crazy. A new camera bag. Oh. Like something portable that I can carry around and go around. With. Um, did con- get to, oh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say, we got to talk to any comic artists. Uh, well, um, we got to talk to Jeff Jacques. Uh, yeah, from uh, I was like, Are you Jeff Jacques? Thank you so much, by the way. Him. I couldn't find him. He was, anywhere. Who was reading? Uh, I found every other. He was with the Toro Toko booth. Yeah. He wasn't on a booth on his own. That's oh. that's why uh, I think uh, find the little the, gift that you gave. Uh, well, the, the little gift that you. Yeah, I wanted the, to talk about her. Yeah, um, go ahead. Because I think you started a new tradition that I want to do at well, every con. Alberta artist gets something for our who, studio. Studio, yeah, yeah, totally. That's the inaugural. Just have one. an entire but, wall. But uh, we we got we picked up a, a collection of Lori B does these amazing like pinup sketches mm. that look kind of like they're Disney-esque Disney, right? yeah totally Disney-esque and like but she'll she'll some of them do have like actual male characters but a, a lot of the times what she does is she'll she'll draw the female characters but she'll also like uh, female effeminate the like yeah. male characters so we got a, a, a sketch of all the different Avengers from the Marvel Avengers movie uh, all as super hot chicks uh, and got it signed well they're all signed by her but we got her to you know Personalize it to the YMM podcast. Yep. That's going to be hanging in non dining room dining room studios for it'll always be dining room studios for Aeons. Um, oh yeah, you should, no, you should like go to a in custom the studio. A custom there's going to be website. like this table. Uh, what was I going to say? No, I like what you said earlier about an actual having an expo etiquette style, and I think that's what kind of makes you more of a professional mm-hmm. compared to a fucking fanboy like me on being hammered meeting Kevin Smith. Like I'm sure as much as I can joke about it, and I might have made a memory with him. Fucking sad, you know what I mean? Like I, I like to be able. Well, to your your chances of getting your, your, your chances of getting another interview are probably slim down. Hey, he let you but, on the but, but with that said, podcast, I want morning you, show. Oh, I, with that said, I think you should be, make be memorable with something, but not fucking absolutely hammered. <laughs> both like that, both yeah. you and I have done that. No, you you, you made an ass yourself in front of Kevin Smith, and I humped Jason Muse. So yeah. we're two but, for two. No, we need to be memorable, but memorable because fuck. we were the people who were awesome. Yeah, that's just you ask genuine questions because you're an actual fan. You're well, genuine questions, you know, right? spit a bit of humor on it. Obviously, well, I'm probably throwing a dick joke. That's honestly part of the reason well, why totally. we didn't go for Zim. The voices of Zim and Gur, because I had no idea what else they had voiced, and I didn't want to go in there and be like, "Oh my God, you're invited Zim! That's so cool!" Yeah, well, no, you know? it's, like yeah, I really it, clearly by I learning wanna... what how I tried to Let handle fucking Evan was <laughs> fucking sad to a point where I want to change it. I've now I don't want to say I've studied Chris Claremont, but to me, I think I can actually pull off of a, mm-hmm. a half hour to an hour show with him with good that, questions. Well, and I'm content. not going to say Things good; it's going to be decent anyway. But it's, yeah, but I at least know some of his work where I'm just like. 
<laughs> you're not Brian Singer. How'd you write a movie? I don't know. Fuck you, you, yeah. just, you just got to familiarize yourself. So and one of the, one of the big him. things I learned was that, like, since the three interviews we had, and I actually I, like wrote questions for like two other different people as well that I thought were big names that I hoped we would be able to interview, and none of those fell through. And then I ended up interviewing Phil Lamar, which like I didn't prep for at all. Luckily, I was familiar with him, nice, yeah. like quite familiar with uh, like at least his uh, earlier work. Maybe not so much all of his recent work, but still, um, I uh, you gotta. If you're doing it like on a media type uh, excursion and you're trying to interview people, I think the main thing that I learned is just that like you gotta you gotta get some familiarity with everybody as yeah. much as possible, yeah. like way over prepare. You're not gonna talk to half of them, but when you do actually get to talk to that one, you're gonna not only be able to make a memorable interview experience with them at that time, you're also gonna like shine in the eyes of the organizers. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope. which yeah. is exactly what happened with us because You have to look prepared, right? Yeah, well we had the Phil Lamar interview and what was the girl's name who was Kaylee. looking at, Yeah, Kaylee who was looking after Expo us because Amanda we had no idea what happened to her. We never met her. Like I think, all the time because she was I'm just the one I, so I've dealt swamped. with her twice now and I don't think she actually goes to the No she was, she was she was there. there. I, she was just so swamped. My the whole my time. guess is she was she was doing damage control she for was these people that she were was blacking out their interviews, well, right? right? I think she was probably behind the scenes. Like, So Kaylee took us to film them out and she's like, guys, you've got two minutes. Because he had literally Go. turned down a group before us. Like, the handlers who were with him were like, no, he's not doing any interviews, you guys can go. And we happened to be walking across as Kaylee came across and met us, and she's like, hey, yeah, come on, you've got two minutes. And like, Steve do it now. did it on the two-minute mark, like, to the second. No, I, like, I saw, it was yeah, tight. Awesome. Yeah, she's like, that, that's really impressive. Like, I really appreciate that you oh, guys kept it in the mark. And, I mean, when we asked her the next day, we were like, oh, hey, would you mind if, if we could get in with, like, the voices of... Zim and girl, like that'd be really awesome. And she's like, I'll see what I can do for you guys. Like, you yeah. guys are awesome. So it really, it really made an impression on her, I think. Yeah, so don't we... fuck it up for us, Todd. Yeah, Todd. <laughs> Just wasted on the panel oh. for us. I'm hey. kidding. I'm kidding. Just... I got to have a chat with Yeah, hey, I got no Scout. problem doing the admin work me. if you want to step in front of the camera, man. He does um, a lot of artwork on like. He did like Return of the Living Dead, a lot of oh, artwork, all the yeah. Colin. Yeah, movies. I saw that. So I was really excited. I'm like, I oh, talked yeah. to him kind of. I really wanted, really to, cool I really wanted too, yeah. to talk to him about his his artwork and the entire conversation. We talked like about airport security and cosplay. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. And he was this rad, rad dude. And I was buying some of his prints to get them signed. And I was looking for one of Tarman, but some bitch nabbed it up. And he didn't <laughs> oh, have a copy of it. Bitch. So we were talking about that. And then he started talking because I was in cosplay, and he's like. I'd love to see you go through airport security and that. And then he was yeah, going off. Right. He's like, those motherfuckers will make me take off my handkerchief. My handkerchief. Yeah, and so he's funny. like, funny. so like angry about it. That's but one, that's, it, was, it was really awesome that he took the time to like sign it and chat and like here's the big question. Shoot the shit. Did you guys have fun? Yeah. I had a blast. Oh, yeah, yeah. A blast. you guys could go experience. on a video that you found on YouTube. How'd you find that? Oh, I just they said check out Virgin Radio and you'll find it. Which was interesting because they didn't know what the heck they were talking about. Really? I'm like, That's Why are so you true. even here? Because they I was digging through the vintage comics when they found me and they like let's find the nerds. They tracked you down. Yeah, it's my hot girls. The video, um, because they didn't ask, they didn't show, all the show was the Han Solo yeah, yeah. and Mila Kunis content. Because yeah, yeah. then they're asking me, like, okay, so what do you like, look for when you're here? Like, you're in the vintage pile, like, you know? And I'm like, oh, you know, like, where do you start? I'm like, well, it depends. Like, what comics do you like? Do you like DC? Do you like Marvel? Like, what universe? Like, there's like, universes? The universe? ah. And I'm like, wow. Oh, oh. And then they're like, we hear, uh, we hear the comic books are pretty graphic. You get, like, sex and nudity and stuff. And I'm just like, what comics are you reading? No. I would have walked away. They're <laughs> like, we're done just- here. So yeah. did, another piece of advice that I'd say for like going to the expo is is don't just limit yourself to the the, the people that you're diehard fans mm-hmm. of, right? Expand your horizons. Yeah. Expand yeah, your horizons. Definitely. Talk to those people that don't have the lines. If you're if you're at one of the comic book uh, areas along the like artist or or writer lane, like mm-hmm. have a little chat with them. Uh, like see if they'll sign your work there. Chris like Claremont we, has spanned we, my we, mind. We went to we went to three different places where like. They were like, uh, would you like the artist to sign this? And I'm like, yeah. the artist is here? Like, are you kidding me? And they're well, like, of course the artist is here. This is them, you know? Well, I got the Calgary Limited Edition Yeah, from Fathom. Top Cow, from, yeah, Fathom and uh, the Witches. Well, one of the... And uh, uh, the guy was right there, so he signed them. And one of them's the number one, like, of the Limited Edition for Calgary Expo. So I was like... Yeah, well, one of the things up. in, like, again, with, like, the interview that uh, we did with Chris Claremont, like, you just... You see the trend, and it's, uh, you know, you go back to that Ira Glass quote I love so much, but, like, the thing is... Anyone, anyone who has had like has 
stayed the test of time, right? It's because their work has been like consistent. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's what Chris Claremont basically said. He's 17 like, fucking well, yeah, years, he's just man. like, because I wrote it for 17 years straight. And then the thing is like, well, why did he do it? Like, could he have, did he have a chance to move on at any point? But the thing is like, but the point is like, look at Felicia Day. Like, she consistently did this show, The Guild, with no budget until yeah. it got noted. Uh, Stan Lee, like, he was literally working at Marvel before it was Marvel. And then, like, over the years, what ended up happening is, like, they they kept losing the boss. So, like, just, like, slowly. slowly Finally, he was, like, the guy just running the place. And he's like, oh, I guess I'm the boss now. Let's try this idea. Let's try that idea. It totally reminds me of, like, my favorite ever quote from Joss Whedon. And it's the one where people are like, why do you write such strong women characters? And he's like, because you're still asking me that question. And it's the consistency of it. People love him so much for his. Well, yeah, yeah. And the the thing is, like, and you get better, right? Because you keep doing it over and over again. So, like, not only does your skill get better, but your taste also yeah. grows because yeah, because you keep doing something you keep and and that's what like I guess that that's the sign of true of a true artist is because once you start like doing something so consistently you start getting bored with it so you like you continue the consistency yeah. but then you're like I want to bring more into the yeah, mix I want to do this really I want to do that I want to increase my skill level so that I can make my work better and more to what I'm actually thinking right because there's always like I mean as at least I find that like there's ideas in your head and you you make them real, and then you're just like, I can do better. So you you, you apply it to the next project, and the next project, and the next project. And that, the, yeah. the biggest piece of advice is just don't give up, right? Well, yeah, exactly. Don't get discouraged. Your skill is not going to match your taste when you start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it will, the gap will It'll, get. Yeah, exactly. I definitely recommend everyone to check out the webcomic alley. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, that's an awesome example of oh, those guys yeah. that are, like, pushing themselves out there. And, like, they're bringing you in. Like, I'm walking by. They're like, hey, Ivy, come check out what we got here. And, you know, like, having an awesome chat and seeing their content. And, well, again, to talk to the artists. And they, like, they, it they really like more to, to check out their work and see what they have going on. You know, because I can kind of see the personality. Yeah, Jeff Jack, Jax is, is uh, like, a perfect example of that. If you see questionable content, like, issue, like, their, the first comic he did. Versus the stuff that was on that poster, like it, it, it's like a world of difference, right? And he's been doing that for like five or six years now. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, that's what consistency means, mm-hmm. right? Like, you get better and you just keep pushing the pushing, like pushing the envelope. And I really admire him as a writer because he's like, like he's he's writing a webcomic right now, and right now he's like really toying with the idea of one of the lead characters getting into a relationship with a transgender person, and it's just like. Who else is writing this right now, right? Like it's oh, just wow. it's crazy, and and it's well, like, but it, it's give, so, give but it's so ergonomic, months. right? It's so ergonomic that it's like you know, like, it, but it, it, it's not like I'm just doing this as kind of like, oh, I'm trying to get people's attention. It's mm-hmm. like he's eased mm-hmm. everyone yeah. into these yeah. relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Meeting a lot of artists is great. Um, God, I can't remember his name now for the life of me, but he does a lot of artwork for Marvel Zombies, which I don't. Been particularly enjoy the artwork for that. I, I remember you like, saying that. Like, like it's generic. Oh, they all like look the same. They all look the same. I seen his prints, and he had a lot of them. Um, other stuff like he had like album covers, zombie eyes. He had a really rad one that I thought is Superman holding Supergirl with an apple in her mouth, like as a sacrifice to like the Justice League. I'm like, that's pretty awesome. But then I got a chat with him, and he's like, Yeah, I did the last two Misfits albums, and I'm like, You did the Misfit album artworks, and I'm like, All right, I'm like, I hated you. I don't need more. All right, no, and that's fun. <laughs> I'm like, Spider Man. You sit there, you talk to these people, and you and exactly when I got, I got to see more memories. more of their work. I'm like, I don't like them. I'm like, I don't like them. Marvel work from like this is blowing my mind. <laughs> Based on what we talked about, you guys did some fucking amazing video work. We did, yeah. And I mean, if you are looking, like, I mean, we didn't go into the full expo. Obviously, it's two days. I'm not going to spend two days telling you about it. But uh, definitely well. check out the. I'm. I know you're keen to, but I'm going to go to bed, man. Uh, um, check check out the Wyoming podcast page on YouTube because we're going to have like our overall view there. We've got um, the special effects makeup by um, a special effects makeup. Bleeding Heart Industries. Bleeding Heart Industries, yep. We've got those um, awesome cosplay girls from out of Edmonton. Bada Boom Costumes. Bada Boom Costumes. We've got the Avengers family who were like super cute. We even managed to get um, Gollum <laughs> slash Smeagol <laughs> yeah, on video for our him. cute little and, interview. And what NZ. Yeah, what NZ as well. So that was, yeah, we, we got a lot down and I mean, people were flocking to come talk to us, so... If you're looking for a little bit more of what was going on and to actually get a feel of what it's like on the floor there, to like check out the video. It's the best YMM, place. Or YouTube.com slash Podcast. Subscribe. 
Yeah, just watch, subscribe, subscribe. like and share, like and share, like and share because we're going to have the stuff from we're going to Comic Con, we're going to San Diego Comic Con, and and if you guys are going to San Diego, find us. Yeah, yeah, tweet us. Our goal is to get that. Well, what we're doing is we're getting loads of content on that page. We got cat thoughts right now. Uh, We've got cinephiles, lots of cinephile stuff up there. Wait, wait, wait! Before before you YouTube channel, subscribe, like, share. uh, YouTube.com slash Wyman Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Wyman Podcast. Twitter.com slash Wyman Podcast. Lots of stuff coming up. Wyman Podcast is going to be invading E3. Uh, the Electronic Entertainment Expo in LA in June, so it's going to be a lot of new and upcoming stuff in regards to gaming, uh, uh, home video or home entertainment consoles, the whole nine yards. Uh, so it's going to be really exciting. You won't want to miss that stuff. Anything else that we need to pick? No. Also, keep an eye out for a new ladies' room podcast because we've got a new fun segment that I made up. Segment. Segment. It's going to be segment. awesome. It's weird things that turn people on. Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's coming down the pipe, too. Also, we love emails. Show at YMMPodcast.com. Everything we've ever talked about in this entire world is at YMMPodcast.com. Sure the entire world is at YMMPodcast.com. The entire world is at YMMPodcast.com. Be sure to check it out. So, for this episode of the YMM Podcast, I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. Stacy. Ashcake. Steve. We'll see you next con. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production in association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. <laughs>